Donovan Bailey is back in the house, which is always a beautiful thing. Tomorrow we're gonna hit the the links, but we'll we'll save that nice. for another time. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's about damn time. Always great to see you. This podcast gives us a chance to converse on a weekly basis, and the crowd out there. They've asked if if it could be maybe like a two or three days a week thing, but I, I don't know. You you ready for that? I don't know if I'm ready for it, That's but a I mean, lot. but we're gonna we're gonna we, we, listen. We'll take that in consideration okay. at, our, at our next meeting, and and right. and uh, obviously, thank you um, that that there's more demand for uh, what we're offering you all. Um, it would be good that the commitment's gonna be a little dicey, but Jason, I think that you know if we you know we're always looking for great sponsors. So if a really big one, two, three sponsors come on board, maybe we can offer them that. Okay. A good man once said, give the people what they want. Yes. So, yes. yeah, but it's got to, you know, reciprocate. You're right. If you, we, we get somebody who steps up and wants to deliver, then we can also deliver. Uh, he is Donovan Bailey. I am Jason Portwandle. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. And we are celebrating, we'll say the week of Juneteenth, if you will. Right. right. And a very important time. You know what? Uh, it's it's funny. I mean, and now it's a federal holiday in the U.S. Uh, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, Ju- Juneteenth is. Uh, you know, one. I'm not. I'm not a historian, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's the it, Juneteenth uh, started was 1865, and it celebrates the freedom of Black people. Yes, and uh, and and I think that's something that it's not. Um, you know, for me, June 19th is not just. Uh, it's not just a one-day thing. I think that, uh, you know, as a society, as a world, what we all need to do is to celebrate freedom for black people, but celebrate uh, freedom for everybody. Right. Right? Exactly. And that's that's a great way of putting it. But yes, it's a federal holiday in the U.S. commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans. Amen. It dates all the way back to 1866. 1866. That's when it was uh, very first celebrated. Wow. And that was uh, in Texas. Right. Of all places. Well, listen, Texas is not that bad. I mean, I lived in Texas mm-hmm. for many, many years, and and, and it's just uh, that some people have that predetermination of the deep right. south and not being, you know. But but Jason, I mean, I think that there's lots of times I have conversations with people, and 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 it's it's funny. I mean, sometimes there's, it's like I think about it as sometimes people have personal narrative of me because I'm a public figure, mm-hmm. and sometimes people have narratives of what the South is like. I lived, I lived in Texas, I lived in Louisiana, and I lived in Atlanta. And, uh, and and believe me, some of the, in those three states in America, I lived in, in America a total of 17 years. And in those three states, I met some of the most incredible people that I still have relationships with today. And they are about freedom. They are about power. They are, they're, they're, they're about equality. And, and uh, you know, like, again, sometimes, as you said, it's just about narrative. And, and, and uh, you know, for those Canadians or people elsewhere, you know, send your kids to school there. Um, you know, go down and visit. I mean, it's not so bad. That's the way we roll on this podcast. It's not just about track and field, but that is the man's thing. So we do a lot of that here. But yeah, we talk, you know, when it's needed. Hard news, entertainment, music, lifestyle. Culture. Culture. Whatever. And and, and what you get in the background, a little music. Hey. And, and who said it better than Bob? Uh, nobody. Dude, Bob Marley is... Uh, the, one of the greatest, one of the greatest musicians that ever lived on this planet. 
uh, but he served and it like I'm just thinking about the purpose man you know like when you when you think about like you know Muhammad Ali uh, using his platform mm-hmm. and, and his life you know to promote equality amongst people and Nelson Mandela Bob Mar- Bob Marley's right there Bob Marley is is, is right there amongst uh, you know the, the greats the you know the Mount Rushmore of amazing human beings who spent th- their entire existence uh, you know striving for a better society and 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 uh, you know I selected uh, you know Bob Marley war because uh, you know it's, maybe it's still going on it, I shouldn't I, I'm not gonna say maybe it's still going on today uh, and I and I think that uh, you know he he is correct that you know uh, you know until 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 we're all equal uh, then then it should be uh, war yeah until the color of a man's color of a man's skin right is no more significant than the color of his eyes yes absolutely you know I mean yeah. you, man. not about fighting eh? that, 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 no, that, that that you know what I mean like powerful words absolutely I think it's 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 so important. Like, like, well, I mean, we t- we talked about it often, and also uh, when I even when I did the my playlist with Mike, uh, music plays such a huge role in our lives, right? Because there are times that you have some, you know, you have you have a you have a singer or songwriter, and they can put together words, and it means so much, um, and, and it might it might mean it means so much to so many people. It might be different uh, in other societies. Uh, you know, but I'm just saying the significant the significance of the song today. It's really not about violence at all. It's actually it's actually let's let's look at what the system is. Uh, let's look at uh, you know the structures, uh, you know the powers that be all over the place, and 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 make sure that uh, we we uh, Jason, as we have, uh, as we do every single day, provide um, you know a, a, a fantastic environment for our kids. Uh, to become the greatest leaders because they are the people that we're going to depend on as we get older. Yep. Back in the day, even now, no matter where you go on this planet, you mentioned the word reggae. Oh, people. Bob. Bob. It's Bob. Man. It's still Bob. Bob is reggae. There are so many others out there, and, yeah. and I'm not disrespecting them at all. What's that? Re- Re- reggae artists. No, they're, but, they're, but I, I'm just saying, we all know Bob is the one that paved the way. I, I'll tell you something, Jason. You, we you could know, have a whole podcast talking about. But that's that's that, but that's true. I mean, and and I think here's what's awesome. I mean, uh, I, well, I know reggae well, and I know a lot of reggae musicians. But I can tell you this. I mean, I I I'd probably put my hand on the Bible. There is it, it, that is one genre of music that they will not disrespect each other. And there's probably no reggae artist, regardless of what language you speak or where you come from, who wouldn't recognize Bob Marley as the person that was probably most influenced, uh, that that influenced them the most in what it is uh, that they do uh, for a living. You know, so yeah, Bob is Bob's number one. Like Bob is number one for 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 a ton of reasons. Uh, but I but I think that uh, you know. Obviously, in in a time like this, uh, when we are celebrating um, the freedom of Black people, Bob sang about it in probably all his songs. There's something about freedom, uh, you know. He he certainly was one of those messiahs that were put on earth that was that 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 was blessed with a talent uh, that he could bring words to people that could make them feel good about themselves and the work that they do every day. Enough said. From that number one to uh, our number one, our race of the week takes us to Oslo and uh, a little Diamond League action. Ladies first, just the way it should be. 
and a smashing, smashing effort by one Marie-José Talou. Talou has ever gets out quick, so does Svoboda. Asha Smith is right up there. Down to go just left a little bit. So did Shirika Jackson's Talou leading this one. I don't think they're going to catch her. She goes away and Strong takes second. 10.75. I said she continues to get quick. That is incredible. World leading meet record. And afterwards, she talked about a bunch of things. But what I loved most, what she wanted to talk about, was the fact that age is just a number between what she's doing and that uh, other star from Jamaica. Well, I will say Jelly, jelly and give us the strength to continue because, I mean, at 34 and at 36, people think that we finish, but this is where God gives us again the strength to continue. So I think that we still have many things in the tank to continue. So ages work and our belief system, I will say, and our faith on our coach and hard working. And speaking of coach, you know, she recently lost hers, right? Uh, right. Passed away. And yeah, I mean, where did this come from? I mean, this is a strong field. Dina Asher Smith, Sharika Jackson was third. Antonique Strong was second. It, it, it was no contest. Yes, we talked about this, Jason. This is, this is undoubtedly uh, one of the best races. Or I guess it would be the best race ran by a woman this year. Oh, yeah. Um, At least time-wise, Talu is. Uh, we talk. We have talked about her. She she's a multi. Uh, she she's going into Budapest, and and she has all intentions to either win or be on the podium. That's just her talent, and clearly her attitude. What's awesome about her? When you watch the race, uh, you know I don't need to get into uh, you know the technical aspect of her race, I, I, and I think because uh, because of her stature, she has to execute. She's like her, like her, the, the possibilities of her making a ton of mistakes in a hundred meters and then coming back um, is, is, you know, just because of her stature is, um, it's, it's probably not good, but she executed that race like fantastic. Uh, Antonique, as you said, uh, Jason and, and, and Sharika are both bigger, stronger athletes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell you, man, I mean, uh, Talu looks like she's rich. <laughs> Talu looks like she's ready for Budapest right now. I got to tell you, and, and and you and I have had this conversation, and I and I and I keep saying to you over and over again, I, I and I can only draw from my own personal experiences. Uh, the Diamond League for me has always been research and collecting data. So sometimes, and 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 you know, you and I had a conversation. I said to you that uh, there's a lot of a lot of athletes that can do one offs. What? Talu has done is being consistent over the years where she comes to fight every time uh, in the Diamond League, but also when the World Championships or the Olympics comes up, you know that she's going to give her all. I think that there's a lot more uh, that Antonique has. Right. Uh, I think Sharika is just getting uh, also in her own. And, and, and funny enough, when I watch the race, and, and you know, again, Jace, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, after Budapest. When I watched the race, I think that Sharika was just working on her first 30 meters. I'm just telling you, right? Possible. Right? I think yeah. because she, she was out in front of Tello at 30, right? And that's not her race. So I think she's, her and her coach are fine-tuning some things, right? Clearly, I'm biased, but I'm saying to you that. When I look at the race, I have to look at, you know, all of the athletes across, like all eight athletes, uh, you know, uh, across the track, and, and um, yeah, Talu usually is in front 
at 30. Sharika was in front. So she's working on something. I think she's got something, she's got something coming. Um, you know, what you know, also with with uh, with the ladies, and 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 Maria said it herself. With the technology and nutrition and uh, different training methods, these athletes are getting faster, older because they're training smarter. And when she, you know, when she mentioned Shelly Ann Fraser at thirty six and she's at thirty four, you know, man, the the you know the, the the there's no limits to to really what what the human body can do if you nurture it and you, you, you and and uh, you you treat it well and 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 um you have therapy and and you know and and you and you you continue to make it a temple and and so you know she's correct uh it, it's as we can see uh, as opposed to when we train which is just like we're just doing brute training every single day um a lot of these athletes now are are are, are doing impeccable things and and resting more and physio more and and also uh, you know competing a lot less uh during the years getting especially in the major championships year major major championships a uh, year uh which is this is one of them uh yeah so so she's right um maria is right uh antonique is still young sharika is still young and we've got some other young athletes that are that are in the race that's that's going to be clearly it's going to be around for another 10 12 years it's it like it's i think it's amazing to see that track athletes can make a like you can remain at the highest level like they do in tennis and in golf over 10 15 year period i think that's fantastic yeah and uh a pb for antonique i mean i don't think the one is her thing i still think of her more as a two or a four really dude but 10 you like her at the one I, but I, I i'm just saying to you i like i've always liked her from she was a junior yeah Right, so oh, so, she's special for right. sure. Yeah, so I mean, I, like I actually thought when I saw her run a deuce, to your point, I, when I saw her run a deuce, I thought that she was gonna step it, step back up to the four, right? Run a couple of fours and then come back down to the one hundred meters, right? Right, uh, but yeah, she's she's absolutely a talent, and and she can be a triple threat because she certainly oh, yeah. can she certainly can run the four. Uh, she probably hates the four like you know most human beings, uh, but 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 uh, but the but the they're the four. Uh, the four two and one Antonique is, is that good, and we know that Sharika is an absolute, uh, you know, metal threat, uh, and 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 favorite uh, in 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 any one of those three that she lines up in and is prepared for. Unbelievable! I mean, ten seven five, and uh, it's the, just the way she looked. She just ran them off their feet, and, and she blazed through the stripe. It wasn't like yeah, she was tiring. What's that? Um, yes. Talu. Yeah, just, no, yeah. Talu, listen, Talu was absolutely impressive. Uh, and, and you know, and, and again, um, she will be at the World Championships because her trials doesn't really matter. Exactly. <laughs> she mean? doesn't have the competition. You're right. You're right. It doesn't. Like, it yeah. doesn't. Like, yeah. she, every meet is just another meet. It's a walkover right, for she's, her. <laughs> she's going right into uh, the the uh, the quarterfinals yeah. at, um, <laughs> at, um, at, uh, in Budapest. Yeah. No, no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, that for me was the race of the week. Uh, just had me salivating watching that. Uh, other results on the women's side, 400-meter hurdler uh, Femke Boll, uh, the Dutch superstar, a meeting record, a world-leading 52.30, defeating Rochelle Clayton of Jamaica and Jana Woodruff of uh, Panama. That's big, man. That's yeah. big. Femke, oh, yeah. remember when, when you, well, I mean, I know you're a big fan of Femke, but mm-hmm. uh, from, from her 300-time uh, indoors, 
and and what she's done outdoors. She clearly is looking forward to meeting. I mean, I, I actually don't even know Sydney is going to run uh, the the that's going to be interesting. The four hurdles yeah. in, uh, in Budapest, uh, but Femke looks like you know if Sydney's not going to be there, she wants it, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, the plot just thickens. That's all I got to say. I mean, I know August feels like it's far away, but it's not far. It's not. Yeah. We're already past the midway point yeah. of June. We're on the nipping on the heels of uh, summer, believe it or not. Summer, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, summer souls. Well, it's right? t-shirt weather, man. It's, it's good. Is, yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm, good I'm not complaining. No, 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 no. We're not complaining at all. So that was kind of the capsule on the women's side. Uh, let's go to the guy's side now. We don't have a 100 meter to talk about, but <laughs> do we have a half lap to discuss? Uh, let's just take a listen. Van Bullet, the last to rise. And he's got Arian Knighton as a target. Main has gone off pretty hard. A little bit of work to do there for De Grasse. But here comes the unfold of the band. And Knighton now into his running. Nino in, in pursuit. De Grasse with a lot of work to do. And Fambula looks to be labouring. It really is all too easy. 1978 for Arian Knighton. Rounded down to 1977. This guy's been around so long, we just kind of take for granted. He's still a teenager. Being for, no, imagine that. He's been you around for I mean? so long. And he's still a teenager. <clears throat> he's 19. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and he's going 19. And by the way, uh, a season best, but more importantly, a meet record 1977, eclipsing the 1979 set by St. Leo Bolts. Yes. So there you go. They said Bolts records <clears throat> were meant to be broken. Well, there's one. Yeah, yeah, by the way, I had I think I, I ran twenty fourteen in um oh many years ago. God That's impressive. I, I ran oh it was a terrible race actually. The first terrible, I ran terrible like I, technically or I, yeah, I ran the first the first the first like I stood up out of the blocks like I was running the eight hundred meters and I jogged the turn and then I said, Okay, I can't really you know, I can't really lose this race. Although Gear Moen, uh, who is a Norwegian and uh, was the world indoor 200 meter champion, I said, no, it's not, this is not going to happen. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the last time I ran in Oslo. But Oslo is a fantastic, when the weather's great, <clears throat> it's one of the like, like most beautiful cities uh, and a fantastic uh, competition put on uh, by my good friend Steiner Hohen, who was a, who was a high jump uh, world champion. Uh, but Arian Knighton, dude, I mean, you can't say you, you can't say enough about this kid. At 19 years old, 19 years old, executing the races that he's doing against, like you know, Andre, Olympic champion, Fambula is is. I I told you when he figures it out, when this kid, okay, he's he runs the first hundred meters like how I do, how I did, uh, in in the two hundred meters. Uh, but this is phenomenal, you know, Arian. Looks like he wants to be the champion. I I know that <clears throat> him and him and him and Lyles kind of have this you know quasi rivalry in the deuce. Okay, but I think that the two of them uh, up against each other with Bednarik, uh, with Coleman if he's going to run uh, with Norman. I mean the, the the American sprinters Jason are coming back, man. I'm telling you, and they they want to own the sprints. And uh, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do at the trials. I think that that's going to say a lot. But but because of what happened the last World Championships, there's going to be four men representing the U.S. in Budapest. So, I mean, if, if you know, Andre's got to show up. Uh, Fambula's got to show up. I mean, there's so many other athletes that's got to show up in the deuce. Or else the U.S. is going to go one, two, three, four. Man, not disrespecting the rest of the world. But the trials might be better than the actual. 
championships well, in Budapest. The, the, the That's how deep the U.S. pool is. The the the, the trials. I'm the talking tr- U.S. trials. I should have mentioned that. No, 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 absolutely, yeah. no, no, absolutely, no, dude. I'm not gonna leave you hanging. The U.S. trials. Mm-hmm. The U.S. trials is going to be like crazy. I mean, funny enough. It, the U.S. trials is usually like this, you know, for especially men's men's and women's sprints. But I'm saying to you, here's what what happens. What has happened over the years is that uh, the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Uh, dominate. Mm-hmm. Especially, we'll go with the men's first. The U.S. dominate in the men's, and what happened uh, for many many years, and then the British came on board, and and then uh, it was Linford and John Regis, uh, even you know Colin Jackson, a couple of guys did that. Then the U.S. came back and dominated again. Right, and then uh, then uh, Canada we dominated for a while, and then the U.S. came back again and they dominated, and then the Jamaicans came and just rewrote the record books, and so what has happened now again, Jason, is that the U.S. men they're like, okay, enough, enough of this crap, man. We're gonna go take this, right? And so you see that it's a funny, it's a tug of war uh, with obviously the U.S. biggest powerhouse, especially in sprinting in the world, right? Always has been. But but you but we but the the other countries whether big or small have been able to take the mantle and own it for a while. In the women's, it's the same. The women has been phenomenal for many 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 years, and then then you find that 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 the Jamaicans have come and and just snatched that away from them, and now it's still a pretty good tug of war. Although the competition is going to be fierce this year in the women's side. So I'm telling you, this is this is dude. It's 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 phenomenal. And but as you said, Jason, the trials uh, for the men's and women's sprints in the U.S. is going to be hellified fast, and uh, and then we'll see what team they 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 bring uh, to Budapest and and uh, and see uh, what the results are there. Because n- now now everyone's going to be ready. Hopefully, you know the Jamaicans with Elaine and and Sharika and and uh, and and Shellyan, they're all healthy and 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 ready and and clearly. All uh, the 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 fast women uh, in the U.S. you know um, are going to be ready also, so we can actually see the battle of the best of the best. Because I'm very certain, you know, as a as a, as a retired athlete and Jason, I know, you know, as a journalist, but 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 more importantly, a, a fan of sport, you want to see the greatest lineup against the greatest at the highest level. Knighton <clears throat> breezes in uh, nineteen seven seven. Mena was second twenty oh nine. Fambule third twenty twenty three. Andre Degrasse, you said it. Hey, the uh, Canadian has some work to do. You double the half lap, you get a full lap, and you get a full dose of this guy who has just been, uh, you know, just kind of around, just doing his thing for the last few years, and comes up golden again. But here comes Van Nika, come the crown of the bend into the final 100 metres or so in front of us, in the sunshine. Van Nika, is this another really good measured run? Another step in progression to rehabilitation. Norwood trying to get after him. Also coming through, Samakonga. Samakonga finishing really strongly, but Van Nika holds on. 44-37. Officially 44-38. Samakonga was getting there, but the stripe got there first. Uh, Norwood rounding out the top three for the United States. Not a hugely fast time. Right, um, not a hugely fast time, uh, but uh, Van Niekerk, uh, world record holder, um, fastest man over this distance, and and like I said, I, I can't say it enough, man. I've ran two four hundred meters in my life, and believe me, I'm still having PTSD today. So it is a it is a man's 
race. It absolutely is. I mean, you know, I, I rank it second behind 100, of course, but it is a man's race. And I, what, what I like about this, Jason, it's actually not the time. Frankly, I don't care about the time. Uh, what I like is the fact that um, Wade Van Niekerk uh, had an uh, ACL or MCL tear, I think maybe both. And what training, nutrition, and technology has done today is to have an athlete who is at the top of the top of his game and a world record holder, uh, you know, technology, uh, rehabilitation, you know, medical science has allowed this kid to come back, and he's winning at the highest level again. So I, I, I yeah, I applaud him. Uh, he's got you know he he'll get he'll always get so much respect from me uh, as a champion and former world record holder also. Also, uh, for him to um, for him to come back and and for him to take on the best in the world today, and um, and is winning, man. So uh, he is not going to have any issues in going to Budapest, <clears throat> making the team. Also, um, so I look forward to see what he's going to do when you know a bunch of his other uh, competitors are going to dip under forty four. I want to see what he does then. Uh, but I I'm just happy at the fact that. Um, this kid is, uh, is is competing again after having major, major surgery. Yeah, that's huge. <clears throat> Coming back from injury, yeah, that, that's never an easy thing. We, we talk about it. Physically is a, a given, but mentally as well, just, right. just trusting H- it. Huge mental. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, we'll stay at the same distance. Let's uh, throw a few jumps out there and talk about Karsten Vorholm because 46-52, that's a world-leading, a meeting record, a Diamond League record effort, and and this guy's no stranger to doing it. Well, Carson is at home, <laughs> like yep. like you know. I mean, there there is no one that went to that competition to to the Oslo to watch any. Like I'm I'm just saying to you that the marquee the marquee competition in every single country is the 100 meters. That's just what it is. Whether it's for women or men, that's that's really what it is. And we know that Oslo. It's the 400 meter hurdles, and um, this kid is so phenomenal. And and you know the time that he's ran, Jason, is one of the fastest time in history. I mean, if, I don't know if, if not the world record. It's 45 nine, I think, uh, that he ran. Um, you can check that because you okay. know I'm I'm not uh, I'm the, I'm not the stats guy, uh, but um, but dude, he, he like phenomenal race. Uh, he looks like he's on his way to um, to winning it in. Um, he looks like he's on his way to winning in Budapest also. Uh, I don't know who's. I mean, Ry Benjamin. I'm waiting for him to see what he's gonna sh- what he's gonna do. Uh, you know, will he be tested? Don't know, don't know. But um, but he looks good. Uh, it looked quite easy. You know, you know, coming, you know, back stretch coming home. Um, it looked pretty good to me. So you know, congratulations, kid. And uh, looking forward to see you uh, in in Budapest. <clears throat> so just to put this in perspective, Van Nieker wins the flat. At that distance in forty four thirty eight, Warholm over jumps goes forty six fifty two. I right. mean, that's that's impressive, dude. Obstacles, you know? yeah. Again, for those of you who uh, dare to run the four hundred meters, at some point, at some point, you have to carry a refrigerator on your back. I'm just <laughs> saying to you, and at some point, you're gonna have noodle legs. Warholm is doing this over obstacles. Phenomenal. Enough said. Enough said. By the way, his uh, 4575 is uh, there you go. indoor record. God. Still a record, regardless. Yeah. I don't care if it's indoor or outdoor. World record. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I think we've got everything covered. Um, now we get a bit of a lull. We have the Continental Tour coming up a week today on the 27th. That's Ostrava. Then we got to wait a few days after that. Lausanne, I think, is the next stop for the... Uh, Love the, Lausanne. Uh, yeah. yeah, Switzerland for the Diamond League. So a little bit of a lull, but we're just building up until we get to, obviously, Budapest in August. But trials first. Trials and, first. You know, for certain countries, trials are more important than others because, like you said, with Talu, it's... it's not a big deal, but right. for the Americans, it's, you know, you got to have your game face on. One bad day can pull you out of the mix. But, but yeah, absolutely. You have to, you have to be able, think about this. You have to be able to perform at your best, like one month apart. <clears throat> right? Yeah. I mean, you. so you have the U.S. trials, the Jamaican trial, <clears throat> the Jamaican trials. Um, I'm trying to remember what other countries would be like really competitive but that's probably it the canadian trials are mm. probably quite standard we we know who, who the um you know we know who is part of the relay program we know what the sprinters look like uh maybe one or two um might might there might be one or two positions might change uh but yeah but the u.s and jamaica uh for sure uh and maybe british the you but the u.s and jamaica African for sure too no there's none no. of the there's no real none of the countries in africa think about it um in in south africa Wade is running the four. Uh, you know, uh, Sambini is going to run the one and the two. Uh, Botswana, uh, Tobogo is running. Ferdinand Amanyala is running. You know, right. I'm just saying that there's, so there's no, like you have, you have one or two stars that they're already, they're already there. Now, in the U.S., way different. In, oh, yeah. In, in, the, in the U.S., way different. In, in, in Jamaica, for, it's, for the ladies, uh, way different. I mean, for the men's in Jamaica, uh, we know we have, um, we know we have, uh, um, uh, Akeem, uh, and we have uh, Seville, so we know that those two are gonna are gonna do well. And and like I said to you, Jason, last week, I was very impressed with the first fifty or sixty meters of Johan Blake, elder statesman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and again, if this is a retirement tour, uh, Johan, if you're listening, my man, just get out of your head. I know you. Just get out of your head. Believe me, you can go into. Budapest with physical the physical shape that I that I see today the physical shape that I see you can go into Budapest and threaten and and and, and make it through the rounds and get in there and lay it all out on the line you still got it I'm just telling you just telling you that uh, and again in Canada uh, Jason we've got we know we know who the we know who the the, the, the players yeah, are yeah fair enough so 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 it is what it is all right anchor leg time let's run it. And we're going to kick it off by kind of extending this track and field top because, you know, Marcel Jacobs, a lot of pressure. I mean, you're the champ. Everybody's trying to knock you off that pedestal. Right. Everybody's gunning for you because, as I often say, and I'm not the only one, <laughs> getting to the top <laughs> isn't the hardest part sometimes. It's right. staying there, right? right? So Jacobs recently put out a post and, you know, uh, he covered a lot of things, including, you know, the aspect of, you know, Mental toughness, right. dealing with mental problems. I mean, there's a lot of pressure that we put on these athletes. Well, listen, it is okay. Understand this, uh, everyone. Um, most athletes, uh, when you look at, and again, I can speak uh, all day about the hundred meters. So when you look at the, the 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 eight people on the track, you're looking at the eight greatest physical specimen on the planet. What wins is what's between your ear. What's win. What wins is 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 your mental and psychological preparation, and and Jason, yeah, with you know, I, I think that uh, you know you can never ever 
take away what Marcel Jacobs have done. Right. Marcel Jacobs is the Olympic champion who ran 980. So it's not like he showed up and he ran 10-3. So that's right. why I'm always going to be a supporter of this kid. Always going to be a, a supporter of him. He also, you know, his, his, his relay team came back and won also. You know what I mean? It won the Olympic Games. Mind you, it was in the bubble. There was no, there was no fans, uh, so it was quiet. Now, for me as an athlete, I loved the crowd. I loved the tension. I loved the pressure. But, that, but not everybody's made equal. And I think that what you're saying in the statement was that he put out something saying, you know, this, I guess he's saying in, a, in, you know, in, in a shortened form that, man, I'm feeling a lot of pressure for this. I get up every day and try. And being the Olympic champion uh, is not so easy. Yeah. He right? says, I want to remind you all, I'm human. Right. You know, because he's got a bunch of attacks after, you know, his seventh place finish in Paris at the Diamond League there, and we all were waiting to see what he had to offer, and it, it wasn't good. But, but, but that's, dude, that's, that's, a part of, that's a part of being number one on the planet. Right, you got to take a, the good with the bad. Right, and also, yeah. and also, Jason, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, Marcel, you know what we have today, bro? Social media. And right. what, what you're going to do, is, is you've got to understand that, you know, uh, you, with, 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 with having millions and millions of fans out there who are praising you, uh, there's a whole lot of them guys who want to criticize you too. You know, so at the end of the day, again, I got your back. I think that you should ignore the noise personally. Right. I mean, one of the things that I learned uh, was not to, I don't accept criticism. Uh, the, only, the only criticism that I accepted whilst an athlete was from my coach. Uh, literally from my coach and everyone was giving me suggestions as to what to do. It's kind of like when your buddies are telling you, by the way, I saw your interview. Here's what I would have done on live TV. And you know, they can't do anything. So I'm saying to you that Marcel, ignore the noise. Um, go with your coach, figure out what it is that you need to figure out. Uh, block it all out. You are Olympic champion. So every single where you go for the rest of your life, there's going to be a light. There's going to be a target on your chest and when the bright lights come on, every single person beside you, so the other seven athletes beside you, you're the one that's going to be gunning for, including, uh, you know, Fred Curley and Marvin Bracey and all these, like, Noah Laws. All of these people going, you're the Olympic champion? Man, I'm going to, you got my title, <laughs> you know? So, so they're going to they're gonna be coming after you. All I got to say, ignore the noise, man. This is all part of character building. And I'm saying to you that, you know, with especially with social media, you've got to, You've got hundreds of millions of armchair quarterbacks around the world that's going to be criticizing you and supporting you. Good luck uh, in the trials. So hope that your injuries are, are, are good and, and your mental health uh, is better. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, get to Budapest. Put yourself in the, in the, in the situation that you put yourself in, uh, you know, in the bubble. Put your, just, again, ignore the fact that there's people there in the stands this time. Put yourself in that position again. And remember, remember what lane you ran from. No one expected you, including me. No one expected you to run that fast. Put yourself in that position again, man, and let it go. Let go. Let it go. Get out of the blocks. You're, 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 you're someone that runs 6-4 indoors. Now, that conversion is 980. Now, if you run 980 again, you can win. Sort of getting into that, let it go, let it go. I think it might go into the song. Man, like, be quiet. Let like it go. Elsa or something. Gotta let it go. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad. Hey, it, it's the facts of life, right? Basketball, John Morant. You spoke of social media. You spoke of your friends. Well, 
Well, that brings us to this situation. We all know what he's done. Right. NBA has come in, and was it hard enough with 25 games, in your opinion? You know what? I, man, you know, Jason, but here's the thing. I mean, there, there's going to be a penalty for doing wrong. We know that, right? You know, so so the 25-game suspension, to me, it's neither here nor there. Like, if, if, it, if you got 25 or 50, to me, it's the same thing, right? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you have a kid who's who's arguably, uh, you know, the, the most exciting basketball player uh, on the planet right now. He he has the possibility of being, you know, over the next six, over the next uh, twelve months, uh, year, whatever, to make another five hundred plus uh, millions of uh, U.S. dollars. Uh, you know, and and uh, you know, I, I'm not going to criticize the kid. I'm I'm just saying to you that that. Um, that the the, the penalties neither here nor there. I just I just want it to be a lesson learned, and also, uh, you know, I want to tell idiot friends, man, that 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 ultimately, um, <laughs> the the worst. Uh, it it seems that I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm I don't believe in gunplay. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not just I'm just not one of those guys that didn't grow up around it. Right. But uh, but I believe from his idiot friends that the worst equipment in that car was that cell phone. So, Ja, you need to get rid of those boys, man. They're not, they're not out protecting you. They're not, that's, a, that's the number one thing. They, they are not protecting you. And I'm just saying to you that you need to protect yourself. You, you're going to have your boys, but your boys got to protect you. That's why they're there. None of them can ball like you can. And none of them has the ability to be a billion dollar, billion dollars richer over the next couple of years. A billion dollars, bro. So you got, you got, I'm just saying to you, so, so it's, this is not a criticism. I'm just saying to you that, I mean, as a father, this is what I would say to you if you're my son. I hear you. I like it. Some, some true talk today from Donovan B. You're on the big brother tip, aren't you? I like it. I like big it. Big uncle. Guidance. Guidance. Um, F1, the Canadian Grand Prix, recently, BC, and it was Max Verstappen winning again. He's got 41 victories now when it comes to F1. You weren't giving me too much love when I asked, you know, is the Serbian Novak Djokovic, you know, among the goats. What about Max Verstappen? He's 25, and look what he's doing. I know I'm not going to say he's an Ayrton Senna yet or uh, a Michael Schumacher, Lewis Hamilton, but this guy, you know, if he keeps up with this, he could be number one of all time. Yes, listen, I'm I'm, Jason, I'm an optimist also, dude. You know, I am, no, I am an optimist, right? Schumacher has always been my guy. Lewis Hamilton is my guy, like now, right? So I love, I love the fact that you have a young kid that is that is putting up real numbers and real, you know, greatest. Well, well not greatest of all time. He's not there yet, mm-hmm. but he's putting up real numbers. And yeah, we're gonna continue cheering him on, uh, you know, to, to 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 many many more victories. All right, basketball. Chris Paul getting traded. Bradley Beal's going the other way. Uh, your thoughts on this? Well, CP3 was going to be, I mean, when, when they declined his, uh, his extension, he was going to be leaving anyways. Uh, you know, I, I got to see how that plays out. I mean, Bradley's going to Miami, right? Bradley goes oh. to Phoenix. To, oh, shoot. Sorry. And, and uh, Phoenix Suns sending Chris Paul to Washington. Okay. Well, you know, I, the, I don't know what the significance of, of what that's going to look like uh, in the season next year. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is a great team, right? So they'll get some help there. I mean, I don't know what CP3 is going to do in Washington. Yeah, Maybe they're going to trade him. I guess he feels kind of, you know, jilted, right? You're, uh, you're he a veteran would player. Be. He would be, man. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to a team that that's barely making it. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, we never did speak. Uh, it happened recently. They had uh, 
I guess the the press conference. Ryakovich is the new head coach of the Toronto Raptors, so they didn't get a big name. But what what's your quick take on that? I you know again I um I I consider Masai Jury a friend, mm-hmm. but not only that, I I think that he's one of the the best um, uh, sports executives in the world. I trust uh, that him and his team. I actually saw him uh, last week, uh, but I trust that he and his team has put together. Uh, you know, their 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 uh, all of their intellect uh, and to pick the right person, uh, and uh, and and I think that um, I think that Toronto Raptors is going to be just fine. Darko, the tenth head coach in franchise history, and just like that, another edition of Donovan Bailey running things comes to a close. As always, we thank you for the company. Please continue to like, follow, download share and subscribe and until next week peace out see you then